doesn't want to uh, allow me to use the cute shit. So they're just like, bitch, you want to be professional? You're just going to okay. have regular as a motherfucker. So, <laughs> so here we are. Razzle-dazzle razzle-dazzle. You know what? Beauty on point. We about to razzle-dazzle this shit. I like I- that. Absolutely. Let's bring in my beautiful, beautiful co-host, Miss Beauty Doll, Queen Priscilla, Sexual Chocolate, and also, uh, yes, yeah, Queen Priscilla, Sexual Chocolate, and Miss Beauty Doll. I got it right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm on chocolate's time today. I actually have no, I don't have any wine, so this is water. <laughs> oh, look at that. That's true. <laughs> this is water. This is water. Sexual chocolate is like... <laughs> Some of my the, the, the pictures and stuff like that, I was like, oh my god, this girl shows up and body is great. She, you know, she stands for a lot of great stuff. And even with you know, shout out to Beauty as well. I've had a lot of great experiences in different places with her as far as she may drink, but she brings a good energy sometimes. So this is also great. And with Priscilla, we already know that we we grow fine like wine. That's that's how she wine and champagne turning into grapes. How we however we gonna switch it up, that's the fuck we gonna do. We out here. It, it um, was good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for me. I like that. Good enough for Jesus, good enough. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I respect that. Like Jesus in this conversation. <laughs> Do we have to leave Jesus out? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was the original turn up. He was like, yeah, water not at a party. Oh! <laughs> hey, let's turn this up. I'm the United States. I would like y'all not to be talking shit like that. While I'm at the you got to appreciate the man. <laughs> okay. He knows how to have fun hanging out with hoes. He did hang out with hoes. I have to be honest about that, and I respect that man. I'm gonna smoke my cigarette and my All right, let's get into these comments. Let's get into some things. Okay, people already in the chat room. Uh, we have Redemption Song 76 that says Namaste. All yeah, my girl. Hey, shout out to Redemption. Namaste, Queen 76. Absolutely, show everybody on screen. Um, Miss Ravioli says hello, 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 everyone. Hey, what's going on? Uh, Sham P says, good evening, ladies. Good evening. Good evening. And uh, Redemption Song says, Miss Ravioli, she's putting the eyes up. Absolutely. And then uh, she's sending love to Shan as well with the heart. So we are all sending love to you guys mm-hmm. in that way as well. Now, I didn't even get a chance to pull up my links yet, but y'all already know what we're going to be getting into uh, today. Now, I wanted to actually, instead of covering the, um, the stories that we filled out, I wanted to uh, try to see if we can talk about um, race play from a porn perspective. And you know what, Priscilla, being that you are our resident um, music executive here on the Small Season Network Show, I would love for you to talk about how race has played in the music industry. Oh. Um, that and between artists, maybe between directors or whatever. And you've been in films, shout out to, you know, the films that you've been in with. You, oh, thought about you too, because she, she has to comes full circle. Uh, Omar Epps was recently on um, the Matt Hoffa's uh, podcast, and he talked about the set of the uh, film Juice, and he oh. talked about how Tupac was writing on that set because he had was walking somewhere, and uh, um, he seen someone um, threw a, a baby in a, a trash can uh, situation like that, and Omar had told him at the time like, "Hey, niggas, you know, see shit like that every day," and uh, he thought, and then he, uh, Omar said that when he heard um, Tupac come out with the Brenda's Got a Baby song months later, he was like, "Damn." That's what he was doing, that he was writing this song at this time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, could you tell us how, and then he also mentioned, I don't know if you uh, are privy to this, Omar Epps also mentioned the effect of like when they were hiring for Juice and like getting people for that film. He said mm-hmm. a lot of the guys that they found were just a lot of people that they knew, people in the hood, because they just, they needed people 
to fulfill these acts and these scenes. Like, could you tell us a little bit about your experience and maybe how race played into the creation of that film? Well, it's almost always like that when you talk about films like Juice, you know, or Belly, which was actually the one I was in. Right. Um, a, a lot of times it does play out like that because one thing that men are really good at in the film industry is putting their homeboy on. We as black women, I'm sorry, we are not good at that. Mm. The um, the men that are in the film industry, they will bring 99 niggas they know from the hood. <laughs> right. That's right. They will drag them all through and be like, you know, how many of these nine niggas you do you want in the movie? Find something for all of them to do. You find something. Whether they end up in the movie or not, whether they are working background, whether they are working, you know, wrangling, you know, the extras cast, they always find something for their boy to do. Yeah. We do not do that on a whole like we should. We don't do that on a whole like we should. Um, I do have to shout out my girl Esther Pringle because she was the one that taught me everything I needed to know because Belly was my first movie. Right. And I knew nothing. And Omar, um, um, and Omar Epps was in that as well. Uh huh. And so was Method Man. Yep. That's how I got a chance to meet um, what's dude that just died? DMX. That's how I got to have my yes, DMX experience. Dude that just died when they came to DMX for Cinder. I'm giving you a strike for that. I'm sorry. Don't give me stripes. I got a lot of shit in my head, girl. <laughs> this is this is. I told you I'm a fossil. This is 99 years of living, bitch. I'm just trying to remember some shit. That's the thing. Priscilla has like really been around and involved. Like she, this yeah. is not, like she's not cloud chasing. She's not trying to. No, I'm really not because I don't. I don't really have to, you know. Yes. But in terms of race in film, let's just be honest about what the deal is. So you know, it used to be that you know the around the way girl would always end up in all the videos. Like she really could dance. Yeah, you know. She did her own hair makeup because they didn't even give them a budget. They were like, she could dance, you know, and that was their home girl. And then all of a sudden they started to morph into, well, we can only use mixed girls or girls that look mixed in these videos. And, you know, I think that that was the precursor to us talking so much about light skin and dark skin. I got belly because I was not an actress and I just wrote my name and my address and my phone number on the back of my eight by 10 because I was a singer. And it didn't, I was like, hire me, don't hire me. I don't know. This ain't my thing anyway. So if you call me, and but they did, they called me like two weeks later. They called me two weeks later. Um, and so then I'm, you know, now I'm in a film. And then they hired me again. And then they hired me again. Um, so I didn't know anybody, I didn't have any background. I just did what I always do. I was I just you know shoot shoot it my shot and it worked out. And, but now it is even more saturated. It's almost like if you see a brown skinned girl or a dark skinned girl highlighted in a video, you're like, oh shit. Like she's yeah. not light skinned, she's not mixed. It's you know. But I will say it looks like women of all types in terms of black women seem to be more featured now. And maybe that's because there are more networks. It's not just the standard network. 
you know, you've got Netflix, you've got Paramount, you've got Discovery. And I noticed that they're hiring all types of black women to fill these roles, which I think is great. Mm -hmm. Amen. Finally. Now, I wanted to ask um, you, Chocolate, and also you, uh, Beauty, um, about how do you, what do you think? Let me, let me figure out how I can. Because I had the idea of how to ask this question when it came to porn. Because porn is a, it, it's a lot more racy when it comes to porn. And sometimes there's benefits to that in porn. So I I, I don't want to uh hate that the, the benefits. So like let, let's let's try to focus on the things that we've seen. Now, what is an experience that you guys may have witnessed or may have been a part of in porn that had something to do with someone's race that disgusted you and you didn't like? <laughs> beauty doll that's really yeah yes beauty you're laughing please go she looked like she got some she's <laughs> she just smiling laughing yeah chocolate you last seen a smirk no. because me and chocolate been cracking up laughing this whole time because I mean I don't know about disgust I was about to that's, say, a, that's a that's very harsh to yeah, say yeah I was about to say I want to say disgust because, I mean, it's porn that I've seen, and it's companies, we all know those companies, mm. that one company that might discuss us, but at the same time, it's girls that are still doing it. So it's like a mm, sort of kind of situation every, to each his own. But race, I mean, dude, come on, I started out with evasive angels, like with Chi Chi Boy, that he did the most controversial races. You think was like the most controversial scenes that he did? So he for really those of us that knew. are not in the industry, like, what do you mean? Because I feel, I feel he like, like, what do you mean? He remade Roots. Oh, like that's what I mean. Like every black porn, that every remake of a black thing that he did was, I was just like. What the fucking fucking fuck of a fuck fuck? fuck. Yeah. <laughs> do? Yeah. I was like, what was the reason? <laughs> Why? I will say this. I I the the thing that disgusted me the most, and ironically, this has nothing to do with a white person. I'll go. Oh, it's normally not. That's the funny part about it. Sometimes, sometimes it's not. Sometimes I feel like when it comes to race. Okay, so if, if we're talking about things that we don't like racial profile wise, I never ever, and me and you had this conversation. I think me and you did too, Chocolate. I can't stand, don't call me ghetto in the fucking title. I don't mm -hmm. even fucking sound ghetto. Ghetto coming out my motherfucking mouth when I'm mad, don't even. You can say hood. I can get hood, but mm -hmm. don't call me ghetto. I'm not no ghetto bitch, so don't put that in my title. That's just mm -hmm. how I feel. Like I, I think you have mentioned that to me before, but I, I, I actually, I'm on the other side of the game. I remember, especially when I used to put my videos up, race play is very important so as i'm selling my videos online in different spaces even though the titles that i'm using i i, I don't necessarily uh, they don't necessarily relate to me in my personal life but i will put for, even for myself ghetto big booty bitch in pink i've done that for myself you know is that because that generates um interest which generates money 
Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know what? And I feel like sometimes when it comes to certain things, it's the reality of the society that we live in. Because mm-hmm. I've noticed the responses once I do put those ignorant uh terms or just, up, it, they go up. Oh, when, they go up because I even for me, I look for certain type of porn. I like to watch, you know, certain girls get cream pod who are, you know, supposed to be fucking tricks. I li- I like to see mm. shit. I like to see crackheads fuck people. Like I like seeing shit. Oh, I've never seen crackhead porn. Yes, like when they just trying to fuck people outside and they me like I was crackhead porn. You could go in the alley and see that. Why? Oh, I don't want to see it up close. you don't want to be. You don't want to be with the whole. You don't want the whole. You just smell the crack rock. I just want to see. Hold on. After after second answered this question, I have a question for y'all. I just wanted to get to the the um my my experience, but basically after that, can I just tell y'all my favorite like porn scene? It wasn't even intended to be a porn scene, but it was the best. And I really I need I need this woman to make like way more money. But go ahead, y'all. Yes. All I wanted to say was my experience when it came to a race play situation in porn that. Not necessarily all the way. Let me not use the word disgust or something that I didn't like or I didn't uh, uh, I didn't appreciate seeing was when um, a porn producer who I knew, a female, black female, came on set with the Meek Mill braid. As we all know what black females are, that's what we have. We always call them set it off braids, which is straight backs, you know, straight corn braid backs. He oh. called, yes, he called her nigger braids. And like that's oh. what he named her in the video. Like, And at that time, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny, like in that moment, and then the next day I was like, I don't know why that doesn't sit right with me because I wear straight backs. Like, if I take this, if I take this wig off, niggas is gonna see me news. I think you would that would have been a world star moment for me. Like you fuck out of fucking you nigga. Oh no. Yeah, nigga braids. So he called her nigga braids, put it in the title, video with crazy people enjoyed it and stuff like that. But even though it wasn't a situation that included a white person, I, it just didn't sit well with me. A black man calling yeah. a black female nigga braids. I don't know. No, why. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I don't have an appreciation for that. I don't. Yeah. That, that would be my race play story. But sorry, That's go ahead. Cool. It's cool. okay. Um, so mine for for me, it's um, dang, I don't I don't shoot interracial porn. Um, I haven't. And the reason being is because. I don't ever want to be degraded by another race as far as like a white man, you know, you nigga bitch or like just doing hella extra shit. Like, right. And that's I, I don't I don't ever want that to happen. And I know for sure, like me being as black as my ass is, I know for it sure was. that's going to happen. Mm. So, um, yeah, I just I just I can't stand it. I, I don't ever want that to happen. And so I'm just, you know sticking to to what i want for sure which is to shoot with you know ebony or not necessarily ebony but ethnic people mm-hmm. to stick with ethnic I, I people I, people can say i get interested i don't know if puerto rock counts because he's puerto rican and from the bronx i don't know if that still counts <laughs> yeah he don't count, he don't count. but he's ethnic he's ethnic puerto rock is definitely puerto rican coming from an outside perspective I saw an interview with Jenna Jameson and the interviewer asked her well you've never shot a scene with a black man like would you ever 
and she didn't answer. And then he said, because I was like, this man is very knowledgeable about, how, about his porn. He said, is that because you know that if you shoot with a black man, your price goes down? And she said, yes. So chocolate, you are 100% right. But you wanna know what's so funny about that situation? A lot of people think that, but it's a lot of money in interracial porn. And I've done like girl, girl interracial porn. I've done like slave interracial porn, but I have yet, well, yeah, I've done like sex, I guess you could say in interracial, but I've had male talents that I guess they see me on social media. So they think I'm this like, ditzy as black girl and then when they meet me they realize i'm a lot stronger than what i seem but what was that because at her level right because even if you don't watch porn you know who jenna jameson is right. yes he right. was saying at her level if she was to do interracial porn with a black man it would bring her price way down and she it responded would. one word yes that's understood. Yeah. I want to just say this. Um, I understand exactly what you said, Priscilla, as far as Jenna Jameson is concerned. And even with you, Chocolate, I understand your position in choosing to how how you want to direct that. And beauty, even if you do have interracial encounters with people, there's nothing wrong with that as well. No, there isn't. My whole thing was this entirely when it comes to race playing porn. I feel like white women come into the porn industry and they can declare and say what they want to do and what they don't want to do. And they don't have to make any waivers on that. But when it comes to black women, if I say I only want to plug black niggas, I got to have 10, 10 people tell me why I shouldn't or what mm -hmm. else. And then we can't do certain things like if you have tattoos, you know, if you have tattoos, you don't fit in a certain um, if you don't, they put yeah. us in a box like That's you gotta be this size. Are you think, are you a BBW? Are you a skinny black bitch? Are you a medium size? Like, what are you? And do you have tattoos? Oh, if you got tattoos and you like mm -hmm. makeup, like you know, the shit me and sexual chocolate, like you do different color hair, shit like that. That does not make us the things that they try to put us in. Vanessa, I feel like Vanessa is not a fucking to be done. And that's why I was piggybacking. That's why I was piggybacking on Chocolate's choice to only shoot with ethnic men. Because if Jenna Jameson feels that way and she don't want a black man to touch up, why can't why can't Chocolate have the same choice? That's all I'm saying. Whatever the choice is, and they always want to, they always want to make something out of nothing when it comes to us. We just can't say no. Mm -hmm. if, for me, all money ain't good money. And okay. ain't enough money in the world for me to be degraded on camera that can last years and years and years and years. Preach, not girl. Not enough. All money ain't good money, please. All money ain't good money. And it ain't enough money in the world to degrade me on camera to where people can see these these videos for a lifetime. Exactly. We think you're good, good and good things ain't cheap. What's, what you said, Priscilla, go ahead. I said cheap things ain't good and good things ain't cheap. Come <laughs> on with it now. James Earl Mones, he says, all righty, so to you. And let's to everybody who's on um, IG, everybody watching this over. Redemption Song is putting up a, uh, <laughs> it looks like a farting face. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> That's what it looks like she's putting up. But let's get into these uh these things. But before we get into the next story that we have, Priscilla, you said you had a porn oh, so video. That you watched that and, and this bitch, she needs an Oscar. Yeah. So back in the day, HBO used to do this show called Hookers on the Point. 
right? Remember hookers on the point? Yeah. And sometimes they would follow the hookers to see like, you know, what they were doing with their johns. So they follow this one hooker. She's in the alley. She's stooped down. First of all, not on knees, stooped down. She's giving a blowjob. She gets a phone call. That bitch answered the phone while still giving a full on conversation, full on blowjob, never missed a beat. I was like, why is nobody talking about her? I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. I want somebody out there on IG. Please find her for me. <laughs> like, cause I saw that years ago. I never forgot that bitch. I was like, she is a fucking star. Uh, Mouthful of dick. Took a phone call. Talking to her friend. Her friend said, "What you doing?" She was like, "Bitch, sucking dick." I was like, "Right, you are. You are." Um, everything, girl. Get While your money, the girl. Phone. This shit don't stop. Exactly. It don't stop. Yes. Keep it going. Where girl. is she? She is my hero. Multi of the task game. She's my hero. Redemption Song 76 says, I remember that show, LOL. And then Jane Ramon says, I miss Hookers on the Point. I miss that show, too. And I, I wonder. That I, never seen I, that I watched a lot of whole shit at a very young age. Like, you the got to see that was my favorite film. I watched Hookers on the Point, all of the uh, uh, nighttime HBO shit. And then I end up hoeing. I don't know. Like, maybe. You know what? I didn't watch that many of those shows, magical. but I was already she's magical, magical for me. You feel me? For me I didn't magical. really watch oh. TV. I was already in the streets. I was already living a lifestyle. But, uh, you know, I don't know a, a lot of these shows. I still don't watch a lot of TV. But, you know, my ass was in the streets getting to it like I'm supposed to. <laughs> I'm not mad. Goddamn right. Getting to it. it was magical for me, Chocolate, because <laughs> I had never seen a performance quite like that. I'm I not going to lie. When I like used that. to have supporters, I used to record the sound of the supporters. And, like, that sex sound with me moaning and the, the, the macaroni and cheese sit sound. Like, <sighs> That's the perfect description, mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. How the hell are you recording? I'm not trying to record no. Why well, you put your phone on the dresser? That's. What's... I will never look at macaroni and cheese the same way again. Not Thank video. you. Just audio. You just killed person this macaroni and cheese. Yes. <laughs> Am I ruining it for you? Am I ruining it? No. Oh, oh my god. god. Let's get into the uh, next story that we're actually gonna uh, cover. Hold on one second before we cover. It, let's get into this comment. Uh, Redemption Dark says, "After Dark Perlman back in the day was an education." I will say yes. Yeah, I, I, say yes. I learned a lot after Dark. That's <laughs> why I never forgot her. No, oh, that was my bitch. She's still my bitch. That motherfucker is ride or die to this day. I'm like, how old is she? That's what to keep you about. alive. Doctor Sue is that. She, she she is the the example of that. Yeah. What are we looking uh, at? Is that Denzel? Hi, boo. No, this is not disrespect Denzel in this way. But sit down. I don't have my glasses. Oh, you don't have your glasses. Okay, well, let me let me inform you that this is the rapper Mano from Brooklyn. Okay, hey Mano. I love how the tone has changed. You see what he did. I love how the tone has changed. Let's read into this article, okay? Uh, this article recently came out uh by the source.com. They're still doing articles. Uh, but Mano's video has been going viral. He was recently on uh angela yee's podcast called the lip service and he discussed uh some encounters that he has had throughout his past so according to the source it says sexual fantasies can always bring out strong opinions mano detailing what his fantasy is may bring out a shock appearing on angela yee's lip service mano revealed that he likes to role play being a runaway slave while engaged in sex with white women Quote, he says, I like to play a runaway slave, Mano said. I like to play a disobedient slave with a white woman. Mano said he even likes to be whopped during role playing. 
<clears throat> most of them don't want to play like that. Listen. <laughs> I don't know if this is getting worse or better. I don't know. Uh, but basically... He says, most of them don't want to play like that. Listen, you're going to act like your master's wife. And I just got whooped by master for eyeballing you. But the whole time you be really like, you know, you like it. You've been eyeballing me. It's some freaky shit. Uh, we can um, look at a little bit of the video, but I wanted to ask you ladies a quick question before we move forward. Right. Do you guys think women, white women will ever have a problem playing this role with a black man. Do you think no. that women have a problem with this shit? Yeah, I, no. I, I know I know a white woman who have my best friend to be like, bitch, no, because I didn't told her a couple of times, like during situations with her baby dad, was like, bitch, go ahead. Say, say nigga, this nigga is acting like a nigga. Go ahead. Like he deserves to be called this. She'd be like, uh no. So yes, I know some white women, but in the porn industry, bitch, stop. I don't know. I remember us, Vanessa, having a certain encounter where a woman asked us at a table full of black women, was it okay during the scene? Oh, yes, to use those N-word. Nigga, and we all looking at her like, bitch, who you calling a nigga though? Like, well, man, the she, she been used the word in the scene, anyways. So exactly. Like, no, bitch, no, nigga, bitch, no. Who you calling a nigga? Then she was like, the male talent, okay, you keep that in that fucking room, don't you let that shit come out that damn room. But okay, no, I didn't care as much, honestly, because this is my thing. I it, what the fuck am I gonna do? I can't stop or start you from saying that word. I can't do anything it's about that. Not I can really do about that. But re realistically, I already I know what's game. I know what it is. I know what things are when they happen. When I see a white woman accusing a black man, that shit is racially motivated. Y'all yeah. didn't grow up together. Y'all didn't grow up in the same. Uh, I'm not saying that y'all couldn't grow up down the street and maybe go to the same school. That could possibly happen sometimes. Right. Yeah. Sometimes black men choose white women out of the disdain for the black women that they know in their own personal life. Not all, but some do. They actually well, I do feel like some the black men that came up with the idea of her calling them that. So it was like, why you out here talking? To, we not even in there. We not like we not listening to your shit. Like keep that shit in the room. Yeah, but my, my chocolate thinks about this. All right, I want to get to everybody. I want to make sure we get to everybody. But basically, what he's saying in this scenario, Mano is saying that the white girl didn't want to play the uh white slave master, she didn't want to uh do that. It was him who really was pushing for her to do that. So uh, what is your uh, perspective on this? Like, what do you think about um uh him saying this? Do you think that a white woman would really have this perspective? Um she should she should have a problem with it because he's sick he's sick in the head and um unless she's sick she's just as sick as him then she should automatically like have a rejection to it because now you guys need to sit down and talk why is it that you want to role play this specifically mm -hmm. with me you know what i'm saying because it's just like that is not normal mm. that's not normal and um, obviously, you know, she she obviously don't want to be associated with that, you know, racism, because if she did, she wouldn't be trying to fuck a black man in the first place. So mm -hmm. I just feel like, you know, 
to each his own, but he's sick in the head for even having that thought in his mind that that's okay to be chased and whooped. You know what I'm saying? He want to be beat. I, I heard what you said. He likes to be whooped and, and, and all that. Like, yes. he, as if he a real slave runaway. You yes. know what I'm we saying? Gonna, gonna so he gotta be like, he's sick in the mind. Seriously, he's sick. And I really want somebody to, like, whoop his ass hella good. One like, of them for real. need to just do it. Bitch, do it, and when you do it, get full into character so he can really... Yes. So, something to put <laughs> this, is this is not really what I really want. You know what I'm saying? Somebody needs to really get into character and really beat his ass. Because he also likes the fact that they like, oh, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it, too. He yeah. likes that, that, too. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, when somebody like, oh, yeah, nigga, that's what you want? Okay? Yeah. And when they give it to him, then I, I guarantee you something where, oh, my God, this is not what I really... This ain't really what I want. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I just feel like he it's not it's not fully playing out for him the way that he wanted to. So he just chasing after this thought of doing it. Somebody if somebody bow down and do that shit for him, he ain't going to want it done no more. Mm. He ain't going to. Yes. Because he's uh, sick. Priscilla, oh, yes. Priscilla and then Miss Beauty Doll. Do you guys think that... uh that he's telling the truth necessarily about this white woman with this perspective, or do you think it's possible for a white woman Who's to going have for it? beauty? You want to go of, uh, um, perspective when it comes to doing race play? Do you think a white woman would deny it or not want to? Do it? What do you think, beauty? I think he only had one bitch deny it, and I feel like <laughs> he said that because he knew black women was gonna go hell. So he was like, "It's like when you." When when somebody eat like half the bag of chips that they just open and you be like, did you eat it all? Yeah, I eat half of it, but you know, uh, help me eat it. Like, yeah. <laughs> just try to say the white to push it off. Like, yeah, yeah, that nigga lying. He like to be. He probably watched Roots. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think we were all forced to watch Roots. I think no, 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 not that Roots bitch. The, the, oh, the, 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 the angles through. Oh my god, I'm so surprised. I, I felt like he's one of those. Like, I got cussed out because I took a picture with one of my male white slave um, uh, talents. Yeah, and they thought I did like a scene with him. Bitch, and, oh my god, like, I got called a bad witch. A bed bench winch. I was like, "What the it fuck?" Is. Wait, they called you the bed winch. Yeah, and I was like, "What is that?" And then somebody explained. It. I was like, oh, "Bed winch." Yeah, that's what I'm the bed winch was the, the house, that house the slave that the master would drag into his bed, and that was like his main bed. Sally Hemming. Right. Yeah, yeah. Was a bed winch. Exactly. But that, I'm jealous. <laughs> when I'm whipping his ass, so like one dude under my comments was like, "Oh, I want what he got." And I was like, sure. And then I showed me bending him over on Instagram. And I took my back just yeah. to show, like, you, it, it, it's a lot to that. But him, he lying. He was just in a safe place. Senda, what do you think about this situation? Is, is he telling the truth about the white woman? Is, is it possible for a white woman to deny or not want to do something like this? First of all, um, I don't know what they're doing, but I don't care what Mano does with his dick. I really don't. I don't care what you do with it, sir. But I will say this. I do know that 
most black men that have this as a fantasy that is what they really do want to fantasize about now Mayno, if somebody really does beat your ass like a slave trust you don't want it you do not really want to be beat like a slave you clearly have not done enough research on what that really looks like and what that really feels like I can't wait for the woman that steps up that says, I will beat your ass like that. Chocolate seems like she would be the girl for it because she's here for it. She'll beat you like you really want to be beat. You don't want that. So I, I don't blame the white women that he's asking to do this because, you know, this sounds like a woman that's like, you know what? Like, mm-mm. Like, uh-uh. That's a bridge too far for me to go. Like, and if that's what you're looking for, that sounds like a service you need to pay for. Yeah. People pay good money for a service like that. Mm -hmm. So you need to open up that wallet, right? If you want the full experience and don't be mad when they give it to you like that. Cause you know, being beat like a slave wasn't just tap, tap. Now you get your dick sucked. It don't go like that. It don't go like that. You lost so, hands, motherfucker. You know, if that's how you, you know, feeling like, you know, about it, you know, what's old boy's name? I actually worked with him on, on the album um, when it came out that he liked chicks with dicks and he just owned it. He was like, fine. Yeah, I do. And what? So, Mayno, if you're just owning it, great. But I don't know who said it, you or Chocolate or you or Beauty who said, like, keep your shit behind closed doors. We don't need to know. We don't care what you do with your dick. Most likely, all of us said it. We don't care what other people. We if don't I, care what he does with his dick. We don't, I don't care. give a fuck about it. Period. But most black men, if you ask them privately, they won't say it like you know personally. But most black men that have that fantasy, it is a fantasy for them. That you know, it's the reason why they sort of like you know fuck with white women because in a sense, it feels like they're sticking it to white men even though white men don't care what you're doing with that bit they don't care Hold on basically one. none of us care <laughs> this is true shampi says none of us white, care. Women, white women pray for the day for the day their turn to say this to black men there's some truth to that i can I see that james ramon says i had a white girlfriend in high school and she knew better than to say that to me that's uh, what i'm talking about, about. Yes, and he also says it never even came up. Well, salute to you, James Ramos. Or, um, some okay. and, and, uh, uh <laughs> the words of Shanae, handle it, handle it, handle it, okay. handle it, handle it. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> let's get into the next story. This is a new uh video that has been going viral. A lot of people have been seeing this all over the internet where a couple has recently gotten married. It's a black man and a white woman. And the entrance to, I believe this is the reception, was her bringing him in on a leash and him crawling on his knees. Hold so, on, wait, wait, wait. You forgetting something, Vanessa? Please let I'm me see I'm going to start from New York Post. Hold on a second. I'm going to start from the New York Post so we can go through the whole entire article that's up here. The New York Post says, interracial newlyweds blasted for offensive dog leash wedding. It says, get out vibes. Written by Asia Grace on the 12th. Uh, it actually says that this may be rough to watch. It says an interracial bride and groom are the digital doghouse as a controversial clip from their wedding shows. The seemingly white 
<clears throat> wife escorting her new husband and apparent black man into their reception on a dog leash. The Alexander Wedding reads the caption of the viral video, which has garnered over 254,000 TikTok views. The snippet shared by Tenny G uh, is also punctuated with the hashtag walk the dog. The TikToker mm. told the post that the couple Trizzy Try and Allender Alexander hosted their wild welly wedding in Gallatin, Tennessee on April the 6th. April the 2nd. Per the footage, the newlyweds make their grand entrance into a small celebration hall to funk icon George Clinton's 1982's party track, Atomic Dog. So, No, he did not fuck with Atomic Dog like that. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. That man hyped up his girl. Wait till you watch the video. (laughs) Yes, he he kind of really uh, went in just a little bit. It kind of got crazy. But it also says, and as they saunter into the center of the chain crowd, the harnessed groom gets down on all fours and begins crawling like a canine. He goes to sit back on his haunches and stick out his tongue, mimicking a painting dog in the heat. Then reassuming a pup's position on his hand and knees, the man plants his face into his blushing bride pelvic region and mims urinating and <laughs> mimics basically or mimes urinating on her leg lean back it's the can i go first oh my god it's the lean for me can i go first that bitch pussy must smell like honey and oranges well i don't know because he was please let me go first Please, listen to God. <laughs> First of all, don't you ever disrespect the funk meister like that by using that <laughs> fucking song. Yeah, that, that's crazy. And I'm saying this to you directly, sir. I don't know you. You and that bitch, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga. Fuck are you doing? Fuck is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Oh my if y'all want to do your little, like, whatever kind of play, like behind the scenes, however she wants you to be her daughter, whatever, whatever, whatever. But nigga, In the what fight? is wrong with you? Like you have lost all sense of pride as a black person. You've lost all sense of yourself. You've lost all sense of yourself. And the fact that y'all think this cute, you and that bitch. Now, you live in the middle of America. When they pull your ass over and beat your ass, I'm going to remind everybody of this video. There mm. will be no vigil for you. There's no vigil. The Tobies of the world. There's no vigil for you. Okay, don't even relate him to Kentakute because at least Kentakute tried to oh, run. no. I was calling him Toby because there's also another story that went recently viral where a black man was killed in Florida by a white woman that hasn't been charged as of yet. And his his last name was Toby. Was at the fucking no, you know who he is? He is, is, you know. he is. I'm not done with this right nigga yet. Just give me one more minute. No, he, he, he is Calvin he and Django Unchained. That's Calvin. Not done yet. That's Calvin and Django Unchained. Oh my god. <laughs> That's who the fuck you are, nigga. You're Calvin. You're Calvin. Oh you should be ashamed of yourself. I don't know what kind of fucking people you come from. I don't know who your people are, but your ancestors are rolling over in their fucking grave. Priscilla had to go off. I didn't even get a chance. I'm to sorry. Question. The question that I have, I didn't even get a chance to ask. You. I, I forgot the question. I, I didn't ask. I, you did, I forgot the question. I'm sorry. Girl, 
but my question well to the panel was I'm so, this video I'm has been recently going viral why do you think that this video is so viral like why why is it what is it that is so shocking to people <laughs> I can't believe this nigga I promise I was gonna be quiet the black man on the leash being led by you know whatever she is I don't know Mexican or white I'm not sure what she is I can't tell is it from, just from this angle. is it just the colors like do you guys think that it's representing something else do you guys think that this is could be a new trend. I like, this type of thing, you know, where a dude didn't wear a collar at uh at, at, at his, you know, reception. But that motherfucker didn't get on his knees, like, bruh, you doing the mo mm, you know what? This is one of those things where a motherfucker's just gonna have to get the fuck over it. It's things for black women, kiss our ass, lick our yeah. We don't give a fuck about how you feel. It makes you, you us feel bad. Because at the end of the day, if we were to do something like that, it would be all sorts of comments of, oh, she's degrading her black Thank you, beauty. And blase, blase. But y'all praising this pale. You know what? Take it off me. <laughs> Thank you, beauty. <laughs> I don't even remember the question, but beauty's right. <laughs> That's what it's about. She, she, um, it's definitely degrading to the. It's it's going viral because of the color difference and because of her leading him as far as like degrading him. You know what I'm saying? Like he not looking at it as like he having a good time. Even the baby was confused. Now what you got the baby right here for? You knew you was came in there. You knew you was gonna walk in with that leash. What is the baby there for? Forgot about the baby. <laughs> yeah, even the okay, baby, yeah, even the I mean, baby is like, what is wrong with this nigga? But you that, that, that's, that's a, look that's at that nigga. Oh, hold on one second, one second. Him bowing down to her, which is fine. I mean, you know, put your bitch on a pedestal. I'm all for it, but the way he did that in front of all them people, everybody got cameras out, and he just having a good time. Like, you know, ain't nothing going on. No, baby, what you did, I don't know. I can't, I can't do it. Like, you are a black man. I expect somebody else to do this, but you, baby, no. Mm -mm. There will be no vigil. He thought about that shit before he did it, bro. I'm sorry. I don't care what He knew what they was doing. They knew that baby was going to yeah. be right there walking freely. That poor baby. Yeah, he knew what the fuck was going to happen when he seen all them cameras. That nigga slowed down as he got on his knees like, oh, shit. Oh, he There'll be it. no vigil. Oh, I gotta get to the comments because Miss Ravioli is standing firm uh, with Priscilla. She says, "No vision for you, no fucking vision for you." <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, black men. If you are guys, you guys are gonna go to the other side. Um, you gotta stay on that side. No vigil. <laughs> That's the side you chose. Don't come back over here when that shit don't work out. <laughs> Why you come back over here when you want collard greens? When you want, you know, fried chicken made well? When you want seasoned food? When you, know? you want that, when you want that bomb ass pussy that you know that other side girl. Giving, you know? when you want that, you want, that, you want that natural color looking, that that natural soft skin in the morning. 
You want that? You want that? All right. To quote the driver that drove me today, he said, you smell it all like cocoa butter and caramel. Because <laughs> I was. Yeah, shout out to the black woman. Smelling good. Smelling okay, good. Like cocoa butter and caramel. Absolutely. No vigil. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to say the disclaimer. Ooh. We are not getting on all, you know, of our other color sisters because not all y'all was born the right race y'all just was born the wrong race y'all still smell like us and everything else i don't know what's what's different about I'm a you. black woman i can only smell we're not we're not we're not we're not getting on all white women but at the same time some of y'all that's that Absolutely not. They got their own space. They got millions of viewers. Like, this, yes, you yes, yes, beauty, I want to I wanna piggyback on something. Can I piggyback on something, Beauty? And then said? we got to get to the comments, though. Okay. Uh, the white women I know would never do this. Mm -hmm. The mm. white women I know that are in my life that are Because they know what that would look like. They yeah. would never do this. I say nigga all the time and they know it. Right. right, real. I feel like real white people they're scared to do shit like this because they know they the somebody had, like real white people who actually and I'm not real white. Like, real white people. Not to say that they can't be low key, however they are on the low. The location they are in the ten to the sea. They don't have that. Freedom. Oh my god. Let's get, let's get to some of these comments though, because that's what we haven't got. All I know is there's yeah. gonna be no vigil. No vigil. For, yes. <laughs> Chef P says just like that other nigga who got done up by. Vicky, no vigil for you. Yes, yes. No, no vigil for fucking Toby either. We're not giving a vigil for Toby and not for this dog Calvin. walking that nigga. No Calvin. Y'all want to come to black women after shit's done. Absolutely not. Shampi says. Calvin from no. Django Unchained. No vigil. Shampi says some niggas don't hesitate to dial down to Whitey. SMH. And Virginia Slim says SMH. And in front of the babies, dude must be related to me. Poor baby. <laughs> <laughs> Brothers, not they brothers. The kid is scarred for life. You're right. The kid is scarred for life. He's gonna be scratching his head. Oh god, quite poor baby. Oh my god, like, what have... is this? Yeah, we do have questions. Yes. You said something. I said he asking questions. He confused like the silence that just happened between us. <laughs> right. Oh my god. <laughs> crazy so as i was doing my research trying to make everything relative knowing that we were talking about race play today i was trying to see if there was any race play situations that happened in the porn industry and i'm so fucking surprised i'm probably mad late to this shit this is definitely an old story this story uh um was printed uh on the daily news may 17 uh, 2018. So this is a very, very um old story. It says uh, a black porn star from the Bronx says he was duped into performing a hardcore racist adult film that depicts his white co-star calling him the N-word without his consent. It says Ooh. Maurice McKnight, who goes by the stage name Mo the Monster, claims in a, in a new lawsuit the hate speech was spewed during a shocking sh shoot in Tarzan, California last July. It also says, according to the Daily News, this has been printed on the Daily News, shout out to New York, uh, McKnight says, James Joseph Camp tried and failed on two separate occasions during the production to get his pre-approval for the usage, uh, for the use of the despicable dialogue. He claims Camp first approached him before filming began and said, in, said the female lead, identified as Deborah Hinkle, had agreed to use the ugly slur on camera. McKnight says he made it very clear that he would not allow this racial slur to be used. 
and the nine-page complaint filed in Los Angeles County Superior Court obtained by the Daily News states. McKnight says Camp approached him for a second time during a filming break to again press for permission. And then it also says for um <clears throat> for a second time, McKnight informed Camp that he did not consent to the use of the racial slur of the lawsuit states. Says also that despite McKnight's uh, <clears throat> explicit refusal to give the green light, Hinkle addressed him with the racial slur twice during the film's so-called money shot, according to the complaint. Damn, during the money shot? All right. Let me finish the article. Speaking to the news, McKnight compared the verbal assault to an ambush. I just felt annoyed and betrayed, the 36-year-old Bronx resident said Wednesday night. I've shot over 50 scenes for this company for a long time. I was one of their top uh, guys. And I'm always publicly talking about racism. For them to even ask me was an insult. Then to do it against my will, it hurts. It feels like it was a setup. McKnight's lawsuit can't, alleges Camp conspired with producer DF Productions to do uh, DFI to dupe him into performing sexual acts with Hinkle, knowing that Hinkle planned to use the racist slur during the final scene, the complaint states. Camp and DFI defrauded McKnight for the purpose of creating and selling racist content to its race, uh, racist customers. So I wanted to ask Ooh. you, yeah, I wanted to ask you ladies, do you guys think that uh, um, uh, they, they, they went on to say a bunch of different things in this article, you guys can see it here, but we can actually uh, make it clear about what Mr. McKnight would um wanted to accomplish in this. He says, um, McKnight says, is seeking damages for lost wages, emotional distress, and embarrassment. He says the defendants knowingly created a work environment that was hostile and racially abusive. Use of the N-word in the workplace is extraordinarily harmful to African-American workers. It's a violent, mm -hmm. abusive word that embodies a pure evil of racism. It has no place in our society. McKnight's lawyer, Dan Gillian, told the news, Mo is going high by filing a lawsuit instead of acting in kind to this a gracious act of uh, racism. So mm -hmm. you guys think that he had the right to file a lawsuit? Are you what do you guys think about the situation? Can I go, can I go, can I go, can I go? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna let everybody else go. Go ahead, Beauty. Okay, so I've actually been following this case for a while and this is not like I honestly believe him because he literally filed this case around the time Vanessa as um when I met Mr. Nessnum. Mm. So mm. this is not his he keeps every time they deny him he keeps going back and appealing it over, mm -hmm. over and over again and I felt like that the reason why I feel like it's true is because I literally like had conversations with male talents and her stories about male talents in California and even female. They, they we see how they act towards us on the West Coast. Like you <clears throat> gotta fit in that category, period, point blank, or they're gonna dog you out. Like even when you get there, they act a certain way and they they treat you. If you Google how much the West Coast pays white, you know talents versus minority talents you see the fucking huge right the disparity between the yeah mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So it does. i feel like that he's completely like he's telling the truth because they do do that they misuse a lot of people don't men are so quick to be like oh i want to be a male talent i want to be a male talent and they don't even know they get abused more than fucking we do because mm -hmm. so they're, they're forced to you know to produce to do shit that they don't want to do shoot with bitches they don't want to shoot with 
they're forced to take risks that they don't want to take that mm -hmm. they not like they know if they ask the female talent versus a male talent to take that same risk oh we're clawing their fucking eyes out right, right. Male talent, they don't even get paid the same wages for for mm -hmm. as we do for shooting a scene so it's like i feel like he's right because i've heard of them sneaking that shit on like Come on, we'll add an extra couple hundred dollars right. on. The producers so, have been known to do uh, do things like this in the yeah, end. Yeah, and they have talents that are the, are gonna do that. But I've literally been watching this shit. His story has not changed. They didn't. Exactly. They didn't make this man repeat his story like fucking numerous of times. Bitch, I'm 32, and I heard about this story it's still in my 20s. Wow, the same shit. And wow! Literally, when they first when it first came out big and on World Star when World Star was big, and it came out that he was suing, he got bad mouth and drugged like they basically of course pussy because of it. So the fact that this man is literally getting, you know, he even said he had death threats yep. from white people about this situation. So the fact that he's still pursuing it and they're not doing any fucking thing, come on. How many fucking cases have we seen of Ron Jeremy? Perfect fucking, they have no... Right. Yeah, there's a list of people, but we want, we want to get to everybody else on the panel. I just want to keep it, okay. at, um, keep it at that. But um, Priscilla or Chocolate, who did you want to go next? Do you chocolate, guys, you go. I'll be last because y'all are in the industry. What do you... Um, my question to pretty much everybody on the panel was, do you think that he had a right to sue? And uh, what do you think about just this type of scenario happening in the industry? Absolutely. He had a right to sue because it, it probably, I mean, not it probably, I'm sure it happened to multiple people before, but it takes a one stand up person to, to have it recognized globally. You know what I'm saying? To, um, to speak about this matter that is happening so often to our men. You know, and even mm -hmm. to our some of our women, our black women. So it's just like um, he had every right. He did the right thing. And if, if he's still pursuing it and they keep on denying it, he still has every right to continue to pursue it because this needs to be known on a national level. Like what is going on behind these closed doors? Um, it is not OK for I don't care if you did pay us whatever you paid us. It is not OK for you to call me that um, we you know, we already it just depends on how we even say it to each other. You know what I'm saying? Like we still be careful on how we say it to each other if we even say it to each other. So you have no right to um, say it to me unbeknownst to, to me or, you know, without me giving you permission to, okay, yes, at the pop shot, I'm going to say, here, take this, you fucking nigger or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, right. don't talk to me like that. That is not okay. So I'm so glad that he stepped up and, um, even though, you know, he's getting backlash and all this, like all the negative thing that's coming his way, that he's still pushing forward because this is something very positive that he's doing, um, whether people recognize it or not, that it happens so often behind closed doors. So, yeah, he, mm -hmm. he, he did the right thing and kudos and shout out to my man, Mo. You yes. feel me? It's much love always. Yes. And I met him for the I've always heard about him, but I met him uh, for the first time for Exotica last year and I had a great conversation with him. He did not bring this up. Which is even more noble of him. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, I was just literally, this is a topic. I'm just on some Google shit. Google. That's my, be that's my best friend. <laughs> I'm just on some Google. We talk about race. Let's, let's see what we can find that relates to us. And this story popped up. I never heard of this. 
Me either. I never heard of this. And sometimes because I just be out the loop sometimes, but this to me, it didn't come across to me at, like okay. uh, until now, you know? So that's, that's brand new to me. But Priscilla, uh, what's your perspective? Do you think he had a right to sue? And what do you think about like the situation entirely? Absolutely. He has a right to sue because people have sued for less. So we said we were dragging people that needed to be dragged this year, right? Mm-hmm. White men, listen up. Ooh. This is what's <laughs> called toxic masculinity. Oh. Mm. This is toxic masculinity in its highest form. He has a right to say how he wants to be treated. If you did that in corporate America, this suit would have been settled a long time ago. Mm. But because it relates to sex, you feel like, oh, nigga, like, you know, be quiet. No, 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 no. And he should continue his fight. If he has to take this to the Supreme Court, he has every right because if he worked on Wall Street and somebody called him that name, he would have every right to sue and they would be in a hurry to settle it. Just because this is the sex industry. And I can tell y'all what I know about the sex industry on the West Coast because I lived there for four years. Not only is it a disparity in pay, when it comes to black men, they try to sort of like push them into the gay porn industry by like quoting the dollar amounts that they could make because the West Coast in the Valley in particular, because that's the first time I was ever on a porn set, um, in the Valley is the largest producer, billions of dollars, not millions, I said B with a billion, yes. is earned out of that tiny little area of LA just based on porn alone. Just based on porn alone. But I do know for a fact that the black men that work in the sex industry on the West Coast, they're always sort of enticed to do, oh, well, you know, if you do gay porn, you could make blah, 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 right? And just like you as artists, that's not what they want to do. But if you get somebody in a desperate situation and they really need money, and that's not really kind of where they want to lean to. So yeah, bro, like you have so full support. Keep up your lawsuit, even if you have to go to the Supreme Court, because you have every right. You made it clear you didn't want to be treated that way. If I worked in somebody's office right now and they said the word nigga to me, I don't care how many times I say it. I could sue them. Yeah. Because yeah. that is a toxic environment and that is a legal definition. Yeah. You create a toxic environment. That's a toxic environment for him. He did not agree. And you don't get to treat him that way just because you look at it as, well, it's porn, because that's the excuse they use. You don't get to treat somebody that way. You don't. Absolutely. Absolutely. Toxic uh, masculinity. There it goes. Let's get into these comments, and then we're going to teach the babies, and then we're going to be out of here. Uh, Hayward McQueen says, so uh, So, would it be okay if she was his dominatrix? Yeah. Uh, answer that? If, I, if he's being, I, can I say this? Can I say this, y'all? I ain't in the industry, but I know this. How much are you paying for it? Not even that. Real quick. No, that's how I'm feeling about it. No? Okay. It would be better because at the end of the day, it's sort of kind of a mutual thing, and it's more... 
it's like a weight in. It is more fetishes than it is. Racial fetish is should not be allowed in the industry, period, point blank. Let the fuck out. Like, oh. yeah, it, it, we can sneak past it when, when a white woman is doing a black man, but we ain't never called that man a cracker or anything oh. disrespectful. You, it, it's mm. you know, yeah, it, 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 really real quick. We got, we got to get out of here. We just, I just want to okay. go ahead and answer this question as well. Uh, do you think it would be okay? Not in a public place like that, no. Okay, all right. Then. Redemption Dong says, uh, yes, he's got a good argument. Uh, she says, uh, Redemption Song also says, Shan, I hear you. Shan P says, he got two checks from this. Okay, uh, Sleazy Aki, salute to Sleazy Aki. Uh, he says, uh, <clears throat> so poor niggas get treatment like women all over the world. Yes. And every other industry. So what? Uh, okay. Uh, Sleazy Aki oh. says uh, that's a double standard. Niggas got hold. Mm, okay. Uh, sh uh, shot me is up and coming. Yes. <laughs> Why does your name look that different on here? But yes, absolutely. Showtime is up and coming. I know. Oh, I'm reading it wrong. Showtime. Oh. Look at me. So fucking literal. Show. I'm like, why does it look different on here? I'm like, what? Showtime show is up because it's to Showtime in the building. He says his consent was violated. Showtime yes. also says that word can get you in trouble. Ask Donald Sterling. Oh. Right about that. Right about that. Now, I wanted to see if we could teach the babies about race play. If we had any advice to... Uh, a younger version of ourselves, or even a younger person who might encounter, uh, uh, who might encounter someone pressuring to do something that's against their own personal will. What would you, what would your advice be to that person in that situation? Whether that could be sexual in the bedroom, that can be cordial on a date, that can even be in the boardroom where you work at. That could be anywhere. So, what would be your advice to someone who may be? being approached to do something racially motivated that they don't want to do. Who's going first? I'll go first. I just got a little quick something for them. Um, don't just accept anything. Don't just accept any type of way somebody want to treat you just because, you know, you may like that person or something like that. Like, um, yeah, don't just accept anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, stand up for something or fall or fall for anything. So stand firm mm -hmm. on what you believe. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Uh, Beauty, do you want to go ahead and then I'll go and then Priscilla can take us out or? Uh, sure. Yeah, what, like the piggyback on sexual chocolate? Don't let nobody like force you into anything or if you're not comfortable with that shit, don't do that shit. Like mm -hmm. I've done shit that I've looked at the pictures later, like, mm, I'm not putting this out. And yeah. you better not put it out. Like, <laughs> like I try to be open-minded, but the Black feminist in me be like, and my ancestors be like, bitch, stop. So, yeah, it always go with your first instinct. Don't, don't degrade yourself or demasculate yourself or, you know what I'm saying, go against your better judgment for money, not all, like, Chuck said, not all money is good money. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Persenda. <clears throat> oh, I was going to go and then you were going to take a okay. second. That's what I forgot. But yes, for, for me, I would just say to the babies who uh, would like to, uh, or someone's approaching them to do race play, uh, I'll refer to what, you know, the internet lasts forever. The internet is something that people can always look up. People can always find up things. So 
whatever, if you can't be proud 10 years from now, then it's not for you. Then it's not something that you should do. Um, a lot of younger people make wild decisions, even for me. I made some decisions in my head that I, pro I would not make now. Absolutely mm -hmm. not. But, you know, we make choices and we do learn and we, we live on, you know, from these situations. But I just feel like sometimes the babies might not be in the mindset to think about the future when they're doing things. So just keep that in mind. Even if you are going to engage race play, if you like white bitches, then I'll be. You, you like white niggas, then all that's your flavor. Who, who the fuck am I? I'm not fucking you. <laughs> so I can't tell you who to fuck and who to engage and how to engage with something. I do believe that people get off to different things. Race play is a thing as much as it's not my thing, right. <laughs> but it is a thing to, to, to people in society. So I just would say this, if you're not going to be proud of it uh, years from now, then I would suggest not to do it. That, that's what I would suggest. But uh, Persinda, take us out. Please. I will tell you something that my mother used to tell me when I was a young woman, like, you know, about to trying to be like out there in a sense. She said, don't let your ass write a check that you can't cash. Okay. Don't do something. <laughs> You are going to regret and you are going to be sorry for because to piggyback on Vanessa, the internet is forever. It may seem cute at 18. It might not look so cute at 32. So don't let your ass write a check that you cannot cash, baby. Oh, I know that's right. I know.